Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. From our team to you, welcome to Season 2 of Convert Central. In Season 1, we've had the privilege of interviewing 15 converts across the months of Ramadan and Shawwal. This season, we have created a plethora of topics for every Muslim regardless of our background, our interests and our races. We pray that every podcast that we upload will be beneficial to you guys and meanwhile, enjoy listening to Season 2 of Convert Central. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome back to Convert Central. So Alhamdulillah, uh, you everyone must be wondering why I'm still here because this is a mini-series uh, part of our Season 2. The reason is because uh, I'm a co-host of Sister Elena today and our series today will be focused on convert marriages and their challenges. So if you guys have uh, remember, actually episode 15 is about Sis Nur Sarah Iman talking about convert marriages in Singapore and some of the challenges associated with being a convert, married convert in Singapore itself. So if you guys want to listen more, just a background on the topic itself, you can head over to episode 15 to learn more about it first before coming back here to episode 16. So uh, inshallah, I will pass my time over to Elina who will be taking through you guys through her series and also the guests that we have for today. Inshallah. Assalamualaikum, I'm Elina. Uh, so I'll be the host for the series Convert Marriages and Family. So for Convert Marriage and Family, we will address some questions and misconceptions and discuss issues and challenges pertaining to marriage between a Muslim and a convert. So marriage is a big milestone in our life and it affects everyone. And it's, it's a very vast topic. There's a lot we can talk about, but... Uh, there's not a lot of platforms talking about convert, converts and partners. So for this series, we will be sharing, getting some couples to share their experiences and their insights. And we hope to benefit other converts and partners as well. So uh, actually, this is the first podcast for this series. But we just uploaded, we just had our IG live with Ustaz Nazim just two days ago. Uh, Last Saturday, you can check it out on our Instagram at Convert Central, where we address some questions about uh, why does a partner need to convert and uh, some challenges, uh, some misconceptions and other questions related to the topic. But for today, we uh, we have we are joined with a very lovely couple. We have Sister Eunice, uh, who's been on our episode before. Uh, she's a Chinese convert, and we also have his husband here with us, Brother Abbas. So I'll pass it to them to introduce themselves. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. I'm Sis Eunice. So I've been on the series before. I am a Chinese convert. Been a convert for four years now. Um, married also for four years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was Christian before... Um, before my conversion. Yeah. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Um, so my name is Brother Abbas. Uh, yeah, so basically, so basically I'm a born Muslim. Uh, and yeah, I met Sis Eunice probably around six years ago. Uh, and we got married around roughly around four years ago. So yeah, Alhamdulillah. It's been a, it's been a journey. It's been an exciting journey. Uh, and yeah, hopefully we'll be able to share some insights today and uh, share our experiences, inshallah. Inshallah, inshallah. Yeah, so uh, to start off, maybe uh, you can tell us how, how do you do meet? <laughs> I, I, think, I think our story is very typical of this 21st century. Uh, generally, we met, we met online. Uh, we met through a... Dating app. 
through a dating app, <laughs> one of the dating apps, not going to say which one. Uh, but, yeah, quite, quite some time ago. Uh, so yeah, I mean, we started talking to each other and that was when we were probably in our early 20s. Yeah, so early 20s. Yeah, so roughly around six years ago lah, for, for both of us. Yep. So, so, so you guys uh, got to know each other online uh, six years ago when you guys were in your early 20s. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, then, yeah. Did, the, did the question of religion ever came up? Uh, how, how did the topic of um, religion or marriage or conversion even come up when you guys were together? Actually, I think even before we like when we were talking to each other online already, we had um, the same mindset of uh, wanting to have the same religion. For me, like, at least. Like, mm. my, my mindset was, because I was Christian back then, so I wanted, um, like, eventually, I wanted um, Abbas to convert to becoming a Christian. Because, like, I knew that for myself, like, I didn't want to have a marriage with, without the same um, religion. So I think when things got more serious, like I made it very clear that um that was one of my goals, lah. That both of us were were to have the same religion. Not sure about Abbas. <laughs> <laughs> I think when we first got together, I think uh you know, frankly speaking, I was quite young. So maybe religion or uh marriage wasn't really, you know, I personally I wasn't really thinking about marriage at that time. Uh, and religion was to me personally like I had Alhamdulillah I had the knowledge but um, I wasn't as practicing as I should be but I, I think that having that knowledge was actually uh, really really important um, you know as, as, as our as our relationship actually progressed uh, and things started to get a bit more serious yeah, yeah. So since Eunice, you you were the one who were thinking of of of, uh, of it first and and wanting your partner to convert into your religion. Mm-hmm. How 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 long after you got to know each other that you you started to talk about this and stuff with him? I think quite soon. Right? Actually, quite like, soon. Yeah. I I always ask him to go to church with me or like um <laughs> like we would discuss about um religion. Yeah. Right? Quite very early into the like. Even before, like we were seriously dating, right? Uh, I I think so. Yeah, <laughs> like I I think it's just that because we we kind of clicked very well. Yeah. So uh, you know, we started to talk more about like you know, more really, serious yeah, issues. more serious <laughs> issues, right? Because religion usually comes about like you know, like purpose of life and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and that's where usually the idea of like religion uh plays a part, right? So. Yeah, and, and like this Eunice said, you know, um, personally, I felt that, you know, like I believe during that time, I was like, she's Eunice as well, you know, <laughs> like I wanted her to convert, but also at the same time, you know, in Islam, we believe that there is no compulsion in religion, right? So I, I really generally believe that if we were to seek out the truth, that Allah will make, make it clear for us. So, yeah, and uh, I, I feel that it goes both ways. Like, you can't, you can't have, like, you know, 
uh, like a Muslim guy or Muslim girl, you know, with a non-Muslim partner and then have like, oh, you know, oh, I want to share about Islam, but you can't share anything about yourself mm-hmm. or about your religion. So, yeah, I mean, I, I did, I did went to, to church before, uh, you know, when, when for their service before, uh, because I, I personally, I believe that that's what, um, like, you should go both ways. Like. So, after, I think after, I went to church first, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think after I went to church, then I think maybe you felt more hopeless <laughs> or more like, okay, la, since you already come, <laughs> uh, must go with me to Dawa. <laughs> so I, I think that's a, that's a good, it's a good way, la, I would say. I don't know. <laughs> to, to have an open discussion and try, try to expose the other to both religion, is it? Mm. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's a unique approach. Uh, so, since uni is like, uh, after, how long did, then did, did you decide that uh, you wanted to uh, convert and, and wanted to become Muslim? Mm, I think our discussions about religion went on for like two years before, like, I think after about one and a half years, like, I was more or less um, convinced about my um misconceptions about Christianity. Yeah. But in, in between that one one and a half years we had a lot, a lot, a lot of discussions la, based like about religion. Yeah. So after that, like the conversion became apparent, like not because we were going to get married, but because like I realized that it was the truth. La. Yeah. Alhamdulillah for your your marriage and your conversion also. Uh, so moving on to getting married, how how was uh how was it like? What were some of the challenges that I'm I'm saying it wasn't easy, like especially with you know stepping into a new religion and and marrying into marrying someone from a very different background from you must have been a very brave decision, right? What what kind <laughs> of uh, challenges did you had to face? Hmm. For me, I think one of the challenge was culture, like the culture shock that I had when I went into Abbas family because the Malay culture and um Chinese culture is quite different. Uh. Like and my family is not really um small. Yeah, my family is small and not very close to our relatives. And his family is big <laughs> and like <laughs> <laughs> okay, like very big. Not, not very the big. extended family is very big. Yeah. yeah. So that part was uh shocking. And also like because I meet the extended family like during occasions like Hari Raya. And like when 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 because like Hari Raya there's like Hari Raya prayers, right? Eat mm-hmm. eat prayers and stuff. So like I don't really know what to do like on my first like, my first eat yeah. prayer and everything. And because, um, like, Abbas is a guy, right? So, <laughs> like, I, I have to be alone <laughs> with, with, like, my sister-in-law and my mother-in-law. And, like, I remember I was feeling very scared because um, I don't really know what to do and what to expect. And I, I don't have Abbas la, beside me, like, because it's separated by gender. Yeah. So I remember, yeah, the first year was um, 
scary in a way, like adapting to the culture and stuff. Yeah, but it was okay lah. I think everything went okay. Even though sometimes I was very confused about what to do. And because I don't um, understand Malay also. So, <laughs> yeah, some things lah, some things that, yeah. Yeah, definitely like Abbas had played a very important pillar for, for your yeah. journey in Islam, for your guiding you and everything. So, yeah. in the earlier stages of, of your uh, marriage, it, you had to adapt to the differences in his family culture and, and the Islamic practices also, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about Abbas? How do you um, try to help her or, or how do you guys work it out or how, how do you overcome these challenges? I think that because, you know, you not, you, when you first get married, it's not only the challenge of, you know, coming from different cultures uh, or different religious practices, but is the it is really getting married, <laughs> you know, staying together, and you know, uh, because because once we got married, we actually uh, moved out, so uh, it was only the two of us, so there was a lot of getting used to in in sense of like living together with someone else, um, so that 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 was also a a part of it, um, I think every every married couple will face. But I think the differences for at least for a uh, for a convert couple or at least you know one of the partners to convert right is that you the the one who is the born Muslim uh, tend to have a bigger role in the sense that you you are supposed to guide uh, your partner right you're supposed to guide your partner in sense of like not only practices but also it's because Islam at the end of the day, you know, yes, it is about, you know, praying five times a day. This is how you pray. This is how you fast, you know, but ultimately it is more, it is also about your akhlaq, you know, it's also about your mindset, right? It's also about like how, how do you view certain things, right? Like what things are, are supposed to be important. Like for example, like neighbors, right? Like, you know, in Islam, we, we, you know, we, we have a very strong, um, what do you call it? Must treat your neighbors well. Yeah, must treat, yeah, must treat your neighbors well. Uh, Islam is a complete way of life. So when you're moving in and living with uh, someone for, uh, committed for the rest of your life, I'm, there is a big responsibility to take on. To, there's, there's a lot for you to, uh, you know, go through together with a partner and, and guide her along. Uh, all these, all these things about Islam yeah. that she had no, no exposure at all. Like you, you're the only source where where she's uh you know learning and and practicing Islam. But yeah, but you want like I like that one thing is that a lot of a lot of people, you know, when when. You know, this kind of topic comes up, yeah, that's what they think about, right? They think about, oh, you know, yeah, you're supposed to guide your partner. You're supposed to basically hold your partner's hand and, like, tell them, okay, no, this is, you know, this is what you should do or this is what, uh, you know, this is the practices of Islam and everything like that. But I think that one thing that I realized that after now, now that I realized, you know, after a few years getting married, right, is that it, it, it works both ways as well because, you know, um, 
when you are advising your partner, you are also advising yourself, right? When you are telling your partner, okay, you know, these things that you should do and what, then you feel more of a responsibility to, to show the best example, right? And you want to better improve yourself. And yeah, I feel like for us, there are certain things that we are, you know, we're, we're, we're com- quite competitive people. <laughs> so, you know, we, we try and utilize that competitiveness in, you know, in doing good as well, right? Like, for example, you know, if, uh, you know, one of us decided, hey, you know what, okay, tomorrow I'm going to fast, right? And then the other person will be, okay, fine, I'll, I'll fast together with you. So, it's, it's these things that actually really makes the marriage, um, I would say, sweeter and makes the marriage more... Bless. I, I, I can't I can't really find a word for it, but yeah, you know, it's, it's these kind of things where, where the hadith says that, you know, marriage is half of your deen, right? And this is this is the one I, I believe that this is one of the reasons why. Because you, you get motivated when you want to do acts of worship. You get motivated and you feel like every single thing that you do, right? Like the Prophet Sallallahu said that even feeding your wife is a is an act of charity. Right? So when you treat your 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 wife well, you treat your spouse well, then you you know that you're getting rewards from Allah as well. And the love that He put between us is also a mercy from Him, uh, and it's also a blessing from Him. So, yeah. And also at the same time, while we are learning from each other also and trying to motivate and uh, guide and motivate each other to do good also, we also have to be mindful of um, not setting too much pressure and and or too high expectations or too much pressure, right? Or it can lead to, like, conflict or anything. Has that ever happened to you guys before? <laughs> yes, so many times. <laughs> I think in the beginning, like, um, Abba struggled with how much to push me towards doing... <laughs> doing things that you're, you're supposed to be done. Like, yeah. for, for example, like, you know, um, uh, like, the, the issue of, like, maybe hijab. In the beginning stages of the marriage, like, the topic of hijab did come up, and Abbas often asked me to wear the hijab, and then I'll get very angry with him. Because, <laughs> uh, like, he don't understand because he's a guy, right? And, like, you don't even have to wear the hijab. Then you want me to wear the hijab. Like, you don't even know how it feels like or everything. Then you want me to do this, you want me to do that. Like, I have to suddenly pray five times a day. I have to, like, you know, do all these things already. Then you want me to wear the hijab some more. <laughs> yeah. So it took, like, like we often quarrel la, about small things, like, like um, that were kind of obligatory in Islam, but I wasn't um, ready, I would say, to hear it. Yeah. I, I think I think it's more of like you there's a there's a line that you have to tread and that line is between knowing the you know knowing when to say certain things, when to advise certain things, when to keep quiet on certain <laughs> things, um, you know, when when to push and when to encourage and how to encourage. So I think it's through the whole marriage. Like yeah. currently now also, like something yeah. that True. is easier for Abbas is more difficult for me. Mm. And, and vice, and vice versa. Yeah, like sometimes mm. it's still 
hard for him to ask me to do um certain things. Like I would still feel um like it's much harder uh, mm. like yeah for me to actually take the step to do it. Mm. Yeah, because I think that giving giving advice, um, you know, it works. It's it's it works both ways. Like you need to know how to give advice. You need to know how to receive advice, but also. Yeah, knowing how to give advice is also very important. Eh? So, yeah. So yeah. I think that's the... We, we did have, la, we did have definitely, like like maybe, for example, like for me, I, I feel more uh, enthusiastic. And I want to do more. Right? So you would feel like, oh, okay, you, you want to do more, then you want your your partner to do more. But actually your partner is not at that level yet or you know, it's not ready for that kind of commitment. So I think throughout the years we have learned, like we have learned certain things, um, and we we do certain things like for example, um, like we we have like our own, like you know we study together on certain things, and then we concentrate on other things that we want to do in the team that the other person not necessarily want to 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 do right now or to learn right now. Yeah, I think uh, you guys both mentioned uh, about giving advice. Uh, there's a lot to it. Like we have to be careful with the way we do it, cause we don't want to push anyone further from the religion or make it a uh, to to turn them away from it or anything like that. Uh, yeah, alhamdulillah that you you guys manage to you know slowly overcome it. I mean, I'm sure it it takes it takes time to to work out, and it takes a lot of communication also. Like I'm sure every couple. I'm not married lah, so uh, but are you sure that every couple would have their differences and uh, this kind of um, disagreements you know but but uh, you know at the end of the day it, is, it takes um, patience and communication to, to resolve it and, and uh, maintain a healthy relationship you know um, how about brother Siddiq do you have anything to add on thank you for your sharing both of you uh, I think like uh, today like I've learned quite a bit because uh, when it comes to a marriage right that we, we, we often talk about like conversion of for non-Muslim coming to Islam right? conversion and sometimes we use it synonymously with marriage because a lot of conversions uh, happen you know uh, right before marriage and stuff but like in actual fact right we start to see that the challenges and the requirements and actually the essence of conversion they are very different from a marriage they are, they are two separate issues so uh, when when it comes to you know convert central right, we we talk about conversion a lot but when it comes to marriage right there are different set of challenges and requirements right and that that as a convert right for sister Eunice, right, you have to make sure that we are there so that we don't struggle too much when it comes to being a married muslim and then for brother abbas who is the muslim who is bringing uh, a non uh, a convert into his family right there are, there are certain things that you guys have that you have to take note of as well so uh, the things that you know have been highlighted today well, actually, I, I really like the balance of it because uh, since Eunice mentioned about the struggle that she had you know uh, coming into a marriage because you know at a part of time she was she maybe she just took a shahada right and then uh, there were some uh, practices that uh, brother Abbas and his family was already doing that she found it hard to ramp herself up with so this is the challenge that a convert uh, faces when they uh, intend to get married because we, instead of, uh, you know, becoming a convert already, we, we, we become a part of a Muslim family. 
and that comes along with standards, you know, of their family. And since they are born Muslim, you know, it comes with born Muslim standards that we have to expect to pray a few times a day. We are expected to know certain things. So, it, 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 I mean, preparation comes a long way then, you know, when it comes to couples uh, wanting to get married, right? Especially for us convert, uh, over on our side the, of the field, right? We have to know, okay, these are, uh, at least we have to start uh, preparing for it by learning Fadu'ain classes, which is, which is tough in, on its own. Uh. So, no, kudos to both both you guys made it work and, and I really really enjoy being in your company and, and for you know for brother Abbas you also talked about how to you know the fine line of uh, you know being being there for the convert when you are married to the convert itself because you know uh, as a friend to a convert right I might not feel the obligation to to help him in every aspect or her in every aspect but as a spouse then you kind of become like the resident ustas you kind of like become you know like <laughs> yeah, you guys are laughing so yeah i guess that's true uh yeah you know you become the resident ustas every question every even like the the, the gender question gets asked like what happens you know like if i'm yeah. on my uh, time of the month and then this happens so, you expect to kind of know everything because you are then marrying a convert who does not might, might not have the kind of basic knowledge yet, so you know on on your side you know uh you know it's it's also a challenge to find the line to push or don't push, but you know uh it's but like you guys said you know it, it doesn't get resolved over a week or a month you know it takes years of years of getting to know each other which is another you know uh big essence that you know uh Islamic marriage is about it's about commitment. You know, you commit to each other. Uh, she has committed to your family as, as, as a Muslim and you have committed, your family has committed to bring her and ease her journey into Islam as well. So I, I, I wanted to ask, like actually, uh, Brother Abbas a question and, and I think this is a question that many uh, born Muslims will be interested in as well. So you, uh, if you were to throw, throw back <laughs> six years ago, I, I, I will assume, you know, as a non-married born Muslim, how did you feel? Were you afraid to bring someone into a marriage and Islam as a born Muslim before Sis Yunis, uh, you know, even uh, had a thought about taking her shahada? Do you feel afraid, you know, of the commitment or mm-hmm. the, um, the, the size of the task or the challenge that was about to come? Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> I, I still remember that um, during her conversion, right? So I was one of the witness. And yeah. um, so the, 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 the imam or the, the brother that was doing the officiating the, the, the conversion, I think, oh, so you guys are getting married? I said, yeah, yeah. And he said, okay, good, good, good. So, you know, these are, you know, so you know you're supposed to guide her, you know, you're supposed to teach her, you know. Uh, you know, so responsibility of a husband and he leaves it down, you know, like, you know, bam, 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 bam. You're like, like, oh, then suddenly you feel like, you know, you feel like a whole load on your shoulder. But his advice to me until today, I still remember. He says that, you know, yes, you, you're hearing this as, as a lot, you know, you're hearing this as, as, as a lot of things and you are thinking that this is a, is a burden. You say, yes, it is your responsibility, but it is also... It is also your your gift, and it's also so your opportunity, and you know, like you you should feel very happy to do this, uh, and you should feel very proud to be able to 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 to, to do that, right? To to guide someone to Islam, to to help someone to Islam, and you know, I and that 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 thing really stuck on me because I felt that yeah, you know, it's a lot of things you can look at it as a burden, right? Mm. You know, you feel like, oh, you know, you have all these responsibilities and stuff like that. But the only reason why you're given a responsibility is that one knows that you can handle that responsibility. And, you know, there's a lot of, 
benefits that you would reap out of it, mm. right? Uh, mainly, you know, you 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 reap out of it is you know um love and compassion and and mercy towards each other, right? Mm. So yeah, I think six years ago I would tell the person or whoever's intending to get married, yes, it is going to be, you know, it is, it's, it's going to seem very daunting, uh, but take it in stride and take it slowly. Mm. Um, and don't, and also don't, don't stop seeking knowledge. Mm, mm. I think a lot of episodes, you know, in Convert Central, that's the main thing that we always tell converts as well, right? That don't stop seeking knowledge. And it's true, right? whether you're born Muslim or you're a convert, you know the the act of seeking knowledge should, should shouldn't stop, mm. and p- perhaps it seems big because we we sometimes think like we have to solve it within half a year or one year, but you know the problem that big never usually gets solved immediately or in the short term. It, it took it takes us years and years to you know really get past the issue and for a convert to really adopt their new identity as a Muslim, right? So yeah, I think that that's great advice. Okay, thank you uh, for sharing this with you. Uh, so. For for now, for all the converts and partners out there, uh, who are married and and maybe facing some of the challenges also, do you guys have any last words or advice or tips or any anything for them? Maybe to uh newly just married couples that got married last week through Zoom. Okay, so I think some um advice that I would give newly wedded couples is that um compromise and communication is very important to always communicate about your expectations beforehand. So, like, when I struggled with the expectations of, like, the, Mus- the Malay culture, um, that I wanted Abbas to try and prep me beforehand what was going to happen. And I also wanted him to let his family know that um, I was not feeling very comfortable <laughs> in the setting. So I think that helped in a way that they um they actually went out of their way to make me feel more comfortable and help me along with the practices. Like they would tell me exactly what to do. Yeah. Like they guided me along so that I wasn't so lost. So that I didn't feel so scared. <laughs> yeah. And compromise because um, no matter what, we are both in in a marriage. Compromise is very important, huh? Yeah, not only just as a convert marriage, but in every marriage that compromises would um need to take place or occur. Is <laughs> that correct word? In yeah, on both sides of the yeah, for both parties, we both need to compromise on certain aspects of things that were once important to us. Yeah, individually, when we come together as a couple. I think for me, it's more of um, try and do certain practices together. It doesn't have to be every single thing, right? Not like maybe not, you know, like pray all five times prayer together, but have something that you do together, um, be it, you know, go for like uh, classes, even if it's like once a week. Or said like you know okay Isha to always pray together or Maghrib to always pray together, uh, and have the time to actually communicate in in a sense of like you know telling each other oh you know this is what uh, you know this is what I don't ask from Allah this is what uh, I'm asking from Allah you know these these are the things that 
I'm having trouble with uh, and stuff like that. Because, you know, listening to your, your spouse and everything, it is also part of Islam, right? Uh, a lot of people kind of forget that, mm-hmm. you know, the, the best example is our Prophet Muhammad mm-hmm. and he, he was the best husband, right? So see, see what, what he does, right? And, you know, the way that he, he you know, plays around with his, uh, with his wife, you know, the way that he jokes around with them uh, and the way that he shows his love to them. So all of this can be used as, um, as learning, learning points and learning lessons. I think, um, like, to be open for the convert, like, to be open with your struggles, because I think sometimes, like, as a convert, like, you you don't really want to share, like, you know, that you are struggling with certain things because you feel very ashamed, right? Like, I ask, uh, like, why why I cannot do certain practices, like, as well, or, like, I cannot remember mm-hmm. this uh, doa, or I cannot remember, I cannot read the Quran, and, like, I'm struggling so much. And, like, you know, like, let's say I take, 10 minutes to read one ayat, right? And then, like, your your partner takes, like, one minute to read one ayat. Then you feel very discouraged. Like, to be open with your struggles and to share it with your partner, I think it's, it helps um a lot, lah. Even though sometimes, like, you feel, like, when you share, right, like, the, it doesn't really help. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> but at least your partner knows how you're feeling and is better able to like um empathize and help with help you with whatever you are struggling with. It will help the partner to know how much to push also. Like let's say he knows that you are struggling so much about reading the Quran, right? He won't like ask you to read what like one juice, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I think sharing is very important. Totally agree with you guys. I think it's very important, like what you guys mentioned, communication, uh, being open with each other, living with a, someone that, that's supposed to bring you peace and comfort, you know. you. So you're, when you're having any issues or anything, you should be able to feel open to, to share and talk it out. And, and I think like for any marriage, there, there has to be some basis of compatibility for, for you guys to get married so if you guys are married right and, and there's some uh, issues or disagreements or um, struggles and challenges a lot of it can can be improved and be better if, if you guys uh, have each other to support on and rely and um, you know communicate and talk to each other about okay thank you so much uh, sister Eunice and brother Abbas about sharing your uh, stories, your experiences, your challenges about uh, overcoming the cultural differences and adapting to uh, a new lifestyle and setting expectations and knowing when to, knowing how to push and encourage one another. So that brings us to the end of our first episode of this series. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm, I've learned a lot from your sharing also and I hope the People listening to this also benefit, inshallah. If anyone has any questions for Brother Abbas or Sister Eunice, feel free to drop us a DM and we'll pass it to them. So, next week, moving on, we will be joined with uh, an older couple and moving on to talk about raising a family and the challenges with starting a family. Lastly, I'd like to end by saying our good is from Allah and our bad is from ourselves and we seek forgiveness for our shortcomings 
And with that, thank you for listening and we'll see you next week, insyaAllah. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.